welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Glenn and Casey's Royal Ramble. I'm Glenn. I'm Casey. And we're on <laughs> bloody Skype. Yeah, we're uh, we're back in lockdown, backlash in lockdown, you could say. <laughs> That's it. Well, you're in lockdown. Well, yeah, I'm in lockdown. I, well, at the moment, we shall see. But look, I, I've been practicing lockdown my entire life, so... <laughs> I'll be fine, whether it happens or not. I don't think it'll change that much, to be honest. So uh, I am in the backyard, of course. You're in... Where are you? I'm in... Uh, I, I guess it's my room. <laughs> <laughs> your, your room, the bedroom. Well, it's the room with... Well, it's not a bedroom, but it would be my bedroom if I had a bed in it. But it's got all my shit in it. I got this, got this, uh, I'm drinking this last night. The Omen uh, Oatmeal Stout by... Oh, I- the Grifter Brewing Company. It's pretty delicious. I bought a whole bunch of fancy stouts. I found this fancy bottle shop just around the corner. Uh, I can still go there. You're still allowed to make essential purchases in lockdown. So, uh, But, yeah, I had this one last night. It was a um, chalk banana – no, chalk blueberry muffin um, nitro stout. It was like 10.9% alcohol. It was too much. I couldn't drink it. Oh, I did. <laughs> but this oatmeal stout. Delicious! Look at that. Yeah, there's some crazy ones now. I've seen a, um, I've seen a milk stout. Yeah, there's a, there was a couple. Yeah, and they, they're like eleven dollars a can. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, this this one wasn't too bad. This is about seven bucks. Uh, well, I'll stick to my red wine. Thank you very much. Well, yeah, you enjoy. Uh, but yeah, so we are here, of course. Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah. What do you want to talk about? Yeah, we should actually talk about some wrestling. Otherwise, yes. I'm just what we're drinking um but we're doing your pick this week glenn which uh, was of course backlash 2002 what do you think i thought it was great this is a really good pay-per-view i thought i wasn't it's expecting almost, it's almost like a it's like a poor man's wrestlemania yeah it is isn't it <laughs> there is really something for everyone i remember a couple of podcasts ago you said oh i really like the year 2002 yeah and i was trying to figure out why but it really is a good mixture of all the old school guys and the up and comers. Well, that's and it. All the, and all the guys from WCW are back. Exactly, exactly. And the main event is amazing. It is, but yeah, but I mean, no, it is. It's, it's absolutely amazing. But also, so is uh, Undertaker and Austin. And like, there's, there's, so, there's actually this whole card was pretty entertaining start to finish. It was. It was an easy watch. Uh, I went. Uh, oh god! I started playing this so late last night. I went to bed at three in the morning. <laughs> I was just like, I'm watching it all in one sitting, and I haven't done that with an event in a long, long time. Yeah. But let's start discussing one man's journey to stand alone. What? That's the tagline. What's that? Who's that in reference to? Triple I think H? it's in reference to Triple H. But who's the champ? Yeah. So what's the? Uh, I don't maybe know. Hulk's journey? No. I don't know. That's a weird tagline. But uh, we are in Kansas City, Missouri. That's Kansas City, Missouri, not Kansas City, Kansas. Uh, And it is, of course, April the 21st, 2002. Uh, We're we're at the Kemper Memorial Arena uh, holding 12,489 people. So see some sort of crowd. Very good. And uh, this is, of course, the backlash uh, on the back end of WrestleMania 18. Yes, so after The Rock and um, Stone Cold, uh, sorry, The Rock and uh, Hulk had their match, and of course, after um, 
that was the one that we had Jericho and Triple H in the main event, didn't we? Yep. Yep. Yeah. And and Jericho comes out questioning why he's not in the main event. I'm like, I know why. I watch WrestleMania. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny actually because Vince is doing a heel promo like halfway through the card, and he's like, I know what the fans want more than they think they know. <laughs> And this is the event. And I'm like, oh, maybe you do. Yeah. <laughs> because, uh, look, not going to the main event yet, but Triple H versus Hulk Hogan is the closest thing since uh, Hulk Hogan and the Ultimate Warrior. Yeah, absolutely. I did get shades of that um, yeah. during this match. Yeah. It, it was great. It was great. But let's talk about the opening match. And I'm not talking about the dark match. <laughs> you mean there the one dark- where... The one where Big Show defeated Justin Credible and Steven Richards? Yeah, we'll skip that. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, we open up with Tajiri. Yeah. And he's he's accompanied uh, with, by Tori Wilson. In a kimono. Yes. And also accompanied by some racist music. Yes. And he's up against Billy Kidman. Yes. Billy Kidman is the current Cruiserweight champion. Yes, and. Uh, Tajiri is, is definitely a bit of a heel here. He's, uh, Tori Wilson is not very happy accompanying no. him. Um, She's not happy to be covered up. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, who the would King's be? Not, King's not happy about that either. <laughs> Certainly <laughs> not. And that's, it's, if you need a reminder of you know what era we're in, uh, as soon as you hear the King going on about Tori Wilson needing to take her clothes off, you're like, oh, that's right, 2002. Uh, but Tajiri uh, is quite good. I think he's, I've, over the yeah. last few, um, you know, we've watched a few events with Tajiri recently and uh, I'm becoming a fan. Yeah, he was, um, I think the last time we watched an event with uh, him, it was the ECW One Night Stand. Ah, of course, yes. And he was pretty fun in that too. Yeah. One thing I just, I just want to get off my chest straight away. Mm-hmm. What's the deal with those swinging anchor things at the entrance? Mm. What is that? Yeah, they're ridiculous. And, like, kept waiting for someone to get, like, pincered in them and, like, <laughs> just... Yeah. <go. laughs> yeah, I don't like, know. You, li- you literally have to, like, get smart your way down to the ring. <laughs> yeah, it's like a video it. game where you got to, like, wait for the swinging things to pass and run through, like Tomb Raider or something. You wouldn't want to stop and tie your shoe or something like that. <laughs> just, yeah, miss time your entrance and just get like a giant steel girder to the side of your head. <laughs> but look, it's a great opener, great athleticism. Yes. Very, just, yeah, action packed, high energy. Yeah, flippy fun shit. Yeah, yeah. But but powerful too. Like, like it's not quite like, you know, the cruiserweight stuff today, which is amazing athletically, lots of flips, but it is very a lot more sort of choreographed and like you can tell they're working together type thing. This still, you know, look like a wrestling match type situation. You know what I mean? So yeah, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And like, and Tajiri with those thrust kicks, he's pretty, he's pretty vicious. Yeah. I liked his little baseball slide when he's got him yes. hung upside down in the rope. That yeah. was fun. But, um, and the other weird thing I noticed about this match in particular is Kidman looks big mm. because he was always a small looking guy in WCW. Yeah, but, I mean, Tajiri's tiny. Yeah, right. Actually, Kidman's got a tan, too, so I didn't yeah. recognise him because he always looks so sickly like, mm. when I watched him in all those WCW things. We also see a tarantula spot. He loves those. And yeah. when I say he, I mean Tajiri. Yeah. And, um, oh, you know what I actually really liked? I liked when, and there's lots of flippy shit, all that jazz, very fast-paced. 
but I liked when Tajiri runs to the ropes, does like a handstand Ray Ray thing into the ropes, bounces back, does a backflip, and then cops like a double drop kick in the back. <laughs> it was just insane. I'm like, wow, is I want to see that in every match. It was so yeah. good. But uh, look, at the end of the day, uh, Tajiri wins, doesn't he? Yes. Yeah, so he becomes a new cruiserweight champion and then shouts some Japanese stuff at the end. He does. And he wins, of course. He cheats. He, uh, he sprays him. Yeah. That's it. In an attempted powerbomb. And that's the end of that. That match was great. And it went for, what, nine minutes? Yeah. Great way to open the event. Um... It pretty much <laughs> told you what you're, like, what you're in for for the night. You're like, whoa, that was good. Yeah. So uh, to get things rolling now, we got Scott Hall back. Yeah, Scott Hall with, um, is that Kane with him? No, it's X-Pac wearing a Kane mask. What's the deal with that? Well, it's because uh, they stole his mask, I believe. <laughs> yeah, no, no. I, I was pretty sure straight away that wasn't Kane doing the, the crotch chops. And, you know, <laughs> if that was Kane, he got bitten by like a Goomba and it was like shrunk down Kane. Like, because he was li- pretty little. But it was good to see these guys both back, both together in WWE. Yes, uh, it wasn't a better match, but still. Um, it was, obviously, Scott Hall is the one in the match here. X-Pac's just his ring accompaniment. Um, and Scott Hall is taking on Bradshaw. Long-haired Bradshaw from, you know, fresh from the Acolytes days. Uh, he's yeah. got Farouk in his corner. He does. Well, what happens is, is because X-Pac very quickly yeah. starts becoming a pest. And yeah. we've, got, we've almost got big Bradshaw cornered because there's two of them in the ring this isn't fair so out, out starts that music and Farouk comes out the really weird thing is is the APA are getting cheered yeah it's got Hall getting booed I'm like whoa different time here yeah but they, Nash is apparently suspended without pay we're told right he's probably done his quad is what I was thinking yeah but uh <laughs> he always did his quads like over and over again but um <laughs> What have we got? Damn, out comes Farouk. Uh, I really like Hall's snug punches. Yeah, yeah. He's, su- he's such a pro. He's starting to, for the first time, I reckon, look like shit. Yeah, absolutely. But he's just, his hair's not slicked back. It's poofy. Um, he's going grey. Even his chest hair's grey. Yeah. Like, he's just starting to look like a mean old dinosaur that used to be a good wrestler. Yeah, it's, but, it's uh, a shame because it's, it's not, you know, like... Prior to him leaving WWF, he was, you know, full of untapped potential, like really awesome and, yeah. you know, top of, top of his game type situation. And to see him come back, there's a lot of excitement there. But, yeah, he's not – compared to, you know, Hulk and – well, I guess Nash isn't even there. But he's oh. not quite um, not quite at the level we would have hoped for having a Scott Hall return. Yeah, exactly. Are you hearing this? You hear the dog? Nah, I can't hear it. Wow. Maybe we should do this more often. <laughs> um, and like you said, look, there's nothing pretty about this match at all. Yeah, but it, but look, it's fine because it's only five minutes and it's you know a couple of big bruises going at it after we just had a really high energy, uh, you know, fun cruiserweight match. So it was fine to, to balance things out. I'm not hating on it. It's just it wasn't a spectacular match. Yeah, I, Hall never found his feet again when he come back yeah, no. with the NWO. <laughs> but uh, look, I, I like the, the big clothesline from Hell that is delivered yes. at the end. Uh, only for what? Uh, Hall wins with a friggin' low blow, doesn't he? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Bloody cheaters. Yeah, oh, they, the damn NWO. 
<laughs> but, uh, but look, it was a fun little fun little outing. Yeah. Uh, we got the women's championship match up next, which uh, yep. I actually quite enjoyed. This is Trish Stratus. Yep. Um, looking good as always. And she's up against Jazz, looking brutal and tough as always. She's very like um, like a even scarier, like a scary version of Ember Moon, like that similar sort of level of build, but yeah. actually looks more intimidating and like she'd rip your head off. Yeah, the, the sort of the blueprint of Shayna Baszler almost or something to yeah, that effect. Kind of, yeah, yeah. But she, yeah, walks, she, she walks out and you go, oh, shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and in an era not, you know, well known for quality women's wrestling, they're actually, you know, she's actually a pretty uh, strong, powerful, like, you know, her move, she's got like legit wrestling moves. And yeah. uh, again, of course, Trish is always entertaining to watch. So I actually thought this match was pretty decent. Now we got got four minutes to go, but uh, but yeah, well, does, that, that, yeah, does that four minutes include when Molly Holly comes out? Yeah, that's right. Oh, that was at the start. Yeah, so Molly Holly comes running out because she's in right to censor mode at this point, isn't she? Pretty much. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So she's like uh, trying to shut down Liz's, uh, sort of Liz, Trisha's. Um, I don't even know. Just a <laughs> stratosphere. Picking that sound. Yeah. <laughs> no, she's, no, but she comes out and calls her a cheater, and you're like, oh god. Yeah. But then she bloody smashes Trish before the match gets started, mm. and you're like, hang on. So um, yeah, no, it's a, it's a bit of a rough and tumble affair. Look, Jazz walks out, and she walks into a room, and mice jump on chairs. She, yeah. She's a scary, scary lady. It's kind of funny that Jim Ross actually goes. She's she kind of reminds me of Mike Tyson, and I'm like, she kind of looks like Mike Tyson's sister. <laughs> but yeah, she's uh, she's a mean girl, and she wins, doesn't she? Yeah, she does. I mean, she was the champ, and she retains the championship here. Um, I can't remember how she wins. She's pretty well, actually, much. No, I got it. I got it. You're not going to have to go back and watch it while we chat. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, <laughs> it's uh, jazz. Firstly, she delivers a power bomb. Yeah. And a brutal one. Trish yeah. attempts to stratify her, you know, with that bouncy offy whatever. Yeah. But, uh, uh, Jazz is too strong, just throws her up in the air. But what she does is um, she beats her with a, she gets her in a Boston Crab, and Trish is going for the rope. She drags her back and then gets her that's, in an STM. Yeah, yeah. And, and just Trish taps. That's right. Yeah. That's it. That's all she wrote. And I like this. We're three matches deep, and I'm about 15, 20 minutes in. Yeah. Exactly, and there've been three different matches of different styles. It's been it's been cool. And to follow that up, how about a freaking debut of Brock Lesnar? It, look, I, as much as I want to say that's why I picked it, that was just a pleasant surprise. Yeah, of course. Yeah. It, it, start, it starts out with Paul Heyman um, sleezing over Lita. Oh, yeah, he's just got. Um, <laughs> yeah, he steals her um, luggage bag and brings it out yes. to the stage, but like. Of course, Lita's luggage is just a giant bag full of G-strings, of course. Like, she wouldn't have any other clothes in there. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but, like, Paul, the only thing he didn't do was, like, sniff them. Yeah, he basically did. He was, uh, uh, definitely pretty Yeah. Oh, I'm surprised he didn't come out with them on. I'm like, what are you doing? But, uh, yeah, <laughs> the uh, the uh, first pay-per-view match of... Of Brooklyn. Well, he's up against Jeff Hardy, but I believe he was supposed to be fighting Matt Hardy, but he's already put Matt Hardy out of action. Um, so that's why Jeff's here, accompanied by Lita. Yep, so Jeff comes out, Dr. Zayas doing his dance. Yeah. And uh, 
And then Lesnar comes out, and he's so young. What's he, 20? Yeah. Like, Man, that promo before the match as well, he just, like, what's he even doing? He's just, like, he's just breathing funny, and he's trying to do his Psycho Sid impression, I think. Yeah, right. <laughs> but I, I, I can't believe that Heyman was even with him back then. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's, uh, it's a good bit of consistency. I like that. Well, it's different for wrestling. I'll give it that. Yeah. But, uh, actually, one thing also, too, when Paul Heyman's out the back sleezing all over leader, like, ha, ha, ha. And uh, there's this creepy music playing, like, out of the bold and the beautiful. <laughs> like, and you're just like, oh. It's like, just so bad. Such bad acting. But, uh, look, this doesn't last long. I got my stopwatch out. Uh, well, I'm, look, to be fair, Jeff put up a longer fight than I thought he would. You <laughs> get he gets his baby face spots in. He gets his yeah. big moves in. But Lesnar just stands back up and goes, okay, and now it's over. Yeah. Because Lesnar, what, he gives him an F5, which I don't even think they called it that back then. No. Um, he, does he get it on him outside the ring as well? Was it after well, the match? Well, what he does hit him with is three power bombs, and the ref goes, ah, oh, cool, right. the match is done. Yeah. And then they come out and scrape him off the mat. Yeah. That's Poor the end bro. of that. Well, you know, Jeff can hack it. You know, just, he'll just eat a whole bunch of drugs and <laughs> go driving. Did you watch that? Did you watch the recent, um, was it was it Backlash? The recent Backlash? Was, of course, Case. That's why we're organized. That's why we do these things. Uh, yeah. They, yeah. Um, no, I didn't. Uh, well, I know that you... Jeff Hardy has a match. Uh, match in that um god i can't remember who he was wrestling now but they play on his whole like you know his whole um driving under the influence thing like there's a whole setup where he gets basically uh framed for like driving under the influence and injuring uh, elias and it's like it's a little close to home is what i'm saying yeah well the writers these days they just come in and they don't know what they're doing clearly yeah i mean I, I can't even watch W until they get crowds back in arenas, which they might as well because yeah. the the country's screwed anyway. They're not doing anything to help. So until they get until they can get that crowd back, I just can't watch it. So you didn't see Miz and Morrison's uh, little intro? No, no, no. no. Why? It, it, look, tell me what happens. Give me a quick synopsis. They just they have they do a music video, Miz and Morrison about beating up Braun Strowman, and it's it needs to be seen to be believed. Really? Yeah. Is it a bit like the Freebirds with their bad streak? Is it just so bad? No, it's it's amazing. Like, it's it's a new side of John Morrison that uh, I think Kath would appreciate it. I think, right. I think you need to watch it, even if you just YouTube it. All right. Well, look, if Kath's going to like it, that means Morrison's got his shirt off again. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> we should move on. Oh, now, how about this match? Ah, yes. Now this match, I wasn't I wasn't in the mood to watch. Kurt Angle's one of those weird guys. I just I don't want to watch Kurt Angle. Oh, and then, awesome. yeah, oh my god, I love this match by the end. Mm. I just like totally because I just I wasn't in the mood for these guys. I don't know why it was weird. I, I, maybe it was just the dorky setup of like what Edge gives him cards and it says I'm an idiot on the back. <laughs> of yeah, the, the Wayne's World thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. That's it. This guy blows goats. Now it doesn't say that, yeah. but it says something like that. And he's like, what? Oh, whoa, that's it. We're going to have a match. I'm like, oh, okay. But the actual <laughs> match, the actual match again, the second my attention was grabbed, 
is when Edge is up on the top rope and Angle jumps up, Bret Hart runs up those turnbuckles and then yeah. freaking belly to bellies him off the top. Yeah. That looked like a computer game. I was like, yeah. I'm surprised he landed in the ring. Like, oh my God. And then from there, I realized that we've just got two guys that work differently, but just work so well together. Yeah. I mean, Angle is like that though. Angle can have a good match at anyone, any star. He is he can. And it's and good to then, hear him coming out. It was good to hear him come out too to the "You Suck" chants that weren't. They were actually because he had heat with the crowd, not because of a respect thing. It was cool to hear, like, "Yeah, you fucking suck." <laughs> and I tell you, when he sucked even more, and I cracked up and loved it, his angle pulled the old Adonis chair special. Yes. <laughs> oh my god! What an idiot! It was a good oh, one. Like, too. Smacked himself. It was a good one. It was a great one. And uh, and then, at the end, Angle wins with a freaking Angle Slam and wins. Yeah. I love that match. I love that match. This is the middle card case. Yeah. Far out. The yeah. next match. Holy shit. It's Eddie Guerrero oh. and Rob Van Dam. For the IC title. Hell yeah. This match was awesome. It was so good. Like, I felt like, I'm like, this is a great era. We've got to do two. We've got to do more 2002 shit. Yeah. So we've got Latino okay. Heat versus one of a kind. And uh, I mean, when Eddie starts pulling out the surfboard, like literally yeah. the move of the surfboard and gets him in the chin lock, I'm like, far yeah. out. These guys are great. I know you don't like RVD, but uh, they're such good workers. Yeah. Now, look, I, I appreciate RVD now as a wrestler. I just can't stand his look. That's all. <laughs> no, fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Like the, Eddie's over the top backdrop onto him, and he does like his heads out and tucks it in at the last second. Just stuff like that. That he mo- just moves so differently to everybody else. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, what else the, happened in this? I can't even bloody remember. I did watch it all of yesterday. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but you had your milk stout and your strawberry yeah. stout, and your yeah. what was it? Eleven point what? As uh, a blueberry. Chocolate, blueberry, Chocolate muffin. blueberry muffin stout. I think it was like 10.9 or something. It was like four standard drinks in the can. You might as well just have a bottle of wine. It was, yeah, it was very thick and it was ugh, it was tough to drink, I'm going to say. <laughs> like cement. Mm. Oh, man. But look, uh, Eddie with a neck breaker for, to win the yeah. Isley belt. And, uh, oh, no, sorry, he, he softens him up with the neck breaker. And then, of course, he feels a little froggy. And uh, big frog splash, and bloody Eddie takes the another belt change. Yeah, yeah. And uh, again, mid card, great. Oh, we're still in the mid card. Here's a here's two slackers. We've got under <laughs> Undertaker against Stone Cold. Yeah, fucking a with with Ric Flair as a special guest referee to... <laughs> in his referee a- outfit and his yeah. little red boots. Yeah, he looked like Dorothy. He sure did. <laughs> Oh, mate, Flair's so good in this, though. The bumps he takes for these guys. Yeah. He's, a, he's a pro. He's great. Now, this but, is uh, awesome. Actually, I really enjoyed it. I've been watching that uh, Undertaker documentary. Have you watched any of that? Yeah. I've only seen the first episode. Loved it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I finished it the other night. So it was cool to see. Yeah, like I'm not a big fan of uh, American Badass era Taker. But uh, it's. I guess it's a bit closer to you know, what Mark Calloway is like in real life. So it was, after watching the documentary, it was good to watch uh, him in this persona and up against Stone Cold, of all people. Um, yeah, I thought it was a really awesome match too. Could have been could have been a main event. Well, you know, I think it goes longer than the main event. 
Yeah, I could guess for 27 minutes. I didn't even realize it went that long. I'd... Because it was good. Yeah. Any, anything like that, like when it ended, I was like, oh, I could have watched more of that. Yeah. But, uh, the thing with The Undertaker and his roll and roll and roll. Oh, no, they got rid of that music because they lost the, well, they only had the roll. Uh, they had it on, yeah, they had the roll and roll. Oh, what? I'm watching a DVD here. He comes out to some shit. It was like awful. Right, no, no, it was definitely the Rollin' Rollin' on the network. Rollin's, Rollin's back. Yeah. Okay. I mean, look, something awful that wasn't Rollin' Rollin' Rollin'. Yeah, it was worse. But, uh, but the, the thing with the Taker gimmick with the, you know, vulgar red American badass, yeah. all that crap, is the reason they let him do that is because he wanted to try something new and his contract was coming up and everybody, and this is like a couple of years back, was, yeah. they're all jumping on the WCW bandwagon. And so they're like, just make him happy. Let him do whatever. Just as long as he doesn't go. I think in a long run, it made sense. Like, they meant, made the take of, like the actual dead man so much cooler when he came back to it. Um, oh, so I'm fine with it. And it, it does make sense for him, but just, you know, it's not as cool. That's all. Well, like, look, like it, it's the old James Bond theory when they did the Casino Royale reboot mm. with uh, Daniel Craig. Is you didn't get your dun 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 dun, dun and it was like, how how come? It's, uh, that's what you do. You take it away and then give it back. Yeah. And everyone goes, thank you. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> um, yeah, no, look, it's a great match. They go for a test of strength and see Austin, he flips him instead. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> uh, when Austin can wrestle, it was great. And um, I like when Taker uh, accidentally bowls over Flair. And then he's stunned straight away and flares out, like can't pin it, can't count. And it's just, it's so old school. You know where you go, that, yeah. oh, I've, I've seen that before. Like, <laughs> I know Hogan's back, but I thought that only happens with a Hogan match. And I think it even happens the other way later. Yeah, does, <laughs> Flair yeah. just keeps getting knocked out. But, um, oh, and uh, what else have we got here? You got any other notes? Uh, not really. I was I was way too just getting into this match to take down any notes. I was that's, just yeah yeah, <laughs> just right into it. Uh, that a, yeah, the, a few beers. That's the problem with. <laughs> sorry, I'll stop talking in a sec. <laughs> that's, yeah. the, that's the problem with the really good matches is there's never any notes because you're yeah. like, oh, I, I watched it. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, look, Austin cops a chair shot. I think he cops a chair shot for a two count. Mm. But um, I, I, yeah, what happens at the end? Taker well, the, pins him, then he gets his foot on the rope. Yeah, now, Austin, Austin, yeah, and Flair, Flair doesn't, doesn't see the leg on the rope, so he calls uh, Undertaker the winner. But obviously, Stone Cold's pretty pissed off about it. Yeah, the inexperienced referee, Ric Flair. Yeah, and oh, what's even funnier is Ric Flair goes out the back, and they show him that he's made a mistake. You go, look, Austin got his foot on, and he goes, "Well, shit." Shit. <laughs> and I'm like, that's the first honest referee I've ever seen in my life. Oh, well, first. Was, yeah, uh, yeah. Coach interviewing him, he's like, what do you say to that, Rick Flair? He's like, shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Rick Flair, he looks good here. He looks handsome yeah. still. Yeah. But um, yeah, that match just blew me out of the water. Now it's time to have a little filler. Mm. So it's time for our tag team championship match. <laughs> And it's uh, Billy and Chuck. Yeah, with Rico. Yeah, oh, yeah, with Rico and uh, with the boy band music. Yeah. And they come swaggering out. And who are they up against? I don't even care. Uh, already. Al Snow and Maven. Oh. Yeah, what, 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 remember that classic tag team? Yeah, the throw together. <laughs> so what, what would their tag team name be? 
Um, uh, me snow. Alvin. <laughs> Alvin, how exciting! But uh, yeah, look, um, th- this whole audience—they're a classy bunch. They're all going Rico's gay. Yeah, <laughs> it's like far out. You might have got that muted, but I didn't because I no, no, no. Uh, even like the um, the king or Jr. You know, referenced it even. Uh, they're. It's yeah, you think two thousand two wasn't that long ago, and like you know homophobia and racism and stuff wasn't as um, you know wasn't as prevalent as it was in the earlier times, like the eighties or whatever. But no, two thousand and two was definitely a sexist, racist. I was explaining to uh, Anto because she was with uh, Tori Wilson in the first bit, and she's like, "Oh, this is a bit sexist or whatever." I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is like it's not the not the attitude era where they were like." on purpose trying to be sexist. It's a few yeah. years later where they don't even realise they're being sexist now. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's worse. Yeah. It's worse, isn't it? it it's not I'm being racist. It's I'm not a racist, but... Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah it, it, it's pretty bad. But but anyway, it's over quite swiftly. Yeah, six it's minutes. Five, five minutes, six minutes. But yeah, I mean, I didn't care about that much one little bit. But who cares? It gave me a chance to go make a... You know, make something to eat before watching the main event, which uh, is coming up right now. Uh, Triple H versus Hollywood Hulk Hogan. So, obviously, coming off the back of WrestleMania, we had a you know what turned out to be one of the greatest matches of all time with Hulk versus The Rock. So, I guess they're going well. Let's give Triple H his shot, and Triple H being the champ, this makes this the uh, undisputed WWF Championship title match chance for Hulk to win his first WWF title since what WrestleMania. 10? Is that when he came back? Nine? Nine. 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 Was, was, would have been the last time he held it. And he didn't hold it for long. No. But this main event, I was like, thank you, 2002. Mm. So, out struts Hogan to Voodoo Child. Yeah, well, I didn't get that. I just got the uh, the dodgy version. Oh, man. No, he comes out playing his air guitar. Yeah. And all right, he's lost the black and white, but he's kept the beard. And uh, yeah, the yellow and red is back. Yeah, the red's back. The holster's back in his in his pants. He looks better in pants. Yeah, but coming coming back it with the yellow and red here would have been a good opportunity to come back with "I am a real American." Like surely the crowd would have just gone mental for that. Well, they did in the end. They eventually went yeah. back to him. But I don't know that it was a nice because it was a nice balance because you still it's still a bit heelish of Hogan. Because he was a heel like freaking a month ago. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. I was just, you, you know, in the promo package where like they're talking, like Triple H is in the ring going, I'm champion. And he's freaking huge. He's so yeah. jacked. But then, uh, and this is, of course, promo shit prior. Hogan walks out. Triple H genuinely smiles, like, hey, it's Hulk. Like, yeah. you know, and you're like, oh, he wants to do this. Yeah. And of course, and look, Back to the match, the arena goes dark. It's time to play the game. Triple H comes out looking like a badass. Yeah. And how good's that shot where Triple H is standing there spraying his water and Hogan's looking at him and like behind him in the darkness, yeah. sort of yeah. standing there, like waiting. And you're like, this is actually cool. As cool as wrestling gets in 2002, anyway. Yes. So we have a stare down and a lock up. Hello, this sounds familiar. Uh, Hogan staggers back twice, but not the third time. What you going to do, brother? Uh, oh, guess what's next? Test of strength. Test of strength. Uh, I love oh. it. Like, they're pulling out all the classic, the Hogan classics, and they still work. Like, I'm totally into it. 
to attest the strength between Triple H and Hogan. It was great. Loved it. Loved it. We're peppered with fists and clotheslines and chops. No ballet here. But um, you know one thing I didn't notice is Hogan's in ring work in this era, in this year, I should say, at WWE. It's so much better than his earlier years at WCW. Yeah, true. He's trying again or something. I don't yeah. know, but Hogan even suplexes Triple H outside like a little later yeah. on in the match. Yeah, and that's a that's a brutal suplex too, right onto the those very shiny black mats. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but so much power stuff here. It's two big dudes just clashing. It's yeah. a proper heavyweight belt. It's a proper main event. And, and yeah, then, it reminds me uh, how big Hogan actually is because he because he does yeah he's he changes his size a little bit. He's he's up and down a bit, but like yeah, you see him standing there next to Triple H, and he's just as big, if not bigger. Uh, as you know, when Triple H is in his peak massive mode as well. You know, the weirdest thing um, with Hogan, and especially even more so today, is that they rec- Hogan's actually legit inches shorter now from all the back surgeries. Yeah, right. And you can see him here. He's still taller than Triple H here. Yeah. Like, yeah. You're like okay. But um, look, Hogan starts selling that leg, right? Yeah. And Triple H starts being the cerebral assassin, and I'm getting big WrestleMania six vibes now. I'm like, yeah. my god! Like, we just need Triple H to start powering up on the ropes. Is what, what it was feeling yeah. like. But um, what else we got? Um, Hulk hits like an RKO. You see that? <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's like, I guess like they, they say it's sort of like a diamond cutter type move because um, yeah. the yeah. RKO hadn't been invented yet. But I was like, yeah, that was surprising. Like a modified yeah. neck breaker. Good for you, Hogan. Yeah. <laughs> the old lion. <laughs> they keep referring him. Uh, I don't know. It was fun. But actually, I noticed uh, before Hulk hulks up, because he has to hulk up, but before he does, he actually does the big boot and the leg drop, only for Jericho to run in. Yeah, that's right. Jericho that runs a little, balls everything. Uh, little, yeah, little shit. Wrecks everything. Yeah. But then, the but then Triple, Triple H cracks the shits at him. And like he's like, no, I want to win on my own terms. I'm fighting the legendary Hulk Hogan. I don't want your bloody help, Jericho. How good are Jericho's pants, though? Those red pants and that red shirt he's got on when he come, came out earlier. So he's a fashionable, fashionable dude. <laughs> you reckon? What about now? <laughs> he looks like someone's freaking camp uncle or something. He just, uh, I don't know. Jericho now, and you see him there, and he's like so, he's really fit and genuinely like strong looking. And now you look at him and you go, oh, dude, it's time to pack up, I think. <laughs> I mean, even Hogan looks better than him now. Jericho's kept it going for quite a long time without uh, an impressive looking body now. Like, it's been a while yeah. that he's been looking pretty terrible. Yeah, yeah. I think he's just embracing it. Why not? Yeah, why not? What else is your like, Sing with the rock and roll band? Yeah, Fozzy. Mm, I've never heard, never heard Fozzy, have you? Uh-huh. Yeah, like, occasionally it's like they'll use it for a WWE event. They'll be like, and tonight's song is Fozzy. And it's like, oh, God, not good. <laughs> not the good. But uh, he's not the only person that makes a pest of himself because The Undertaker <laughs> earlier has become the number one contender for the Universal yes. Championship. And old... Booger Red, they're not calling him that yet, are they? No, no. But it's after a pedigree, isn't it? It doesn't uh, Triple H hit Hulk with a pedigree and then Undertaker is running out. Yeah, Taker comes out, buys some time, gets in the way. Go away, Taker. No, it's it's uh, when Jericho, sorry, it was when Jericho came out that um, Earl Hebner 
has taken a hit, and Jericho's just picking up, <laughs> picks up El Hebner and like chucks him back into the ring. That, that was like, oh, poor, he's <laughs> just getting manhandled. But yeah, when uh, Taker comes out, he basically just um, he gets Hulk. Just um, is it Hulk that clears him out, or is it Triple H? Yeah, no, it's Hulk. yeah, Hulk. Yeah. Hulk gives him a couple of biffos, old school one, two, and a three. And then he kind of misses his spot a bit and goes, oh, you want me to clothesline you? Right, right. And he clotheslines him over the top and Taker takes an awesome spill over the top. Yeah. But Taker's, Taker's done the damage because he smashes Triple H with the chair. That's right. Hogan does his leg drop. And Hogan freaking wins. Yeah. And how good is it when the Undertaker's walking back up the aisle with a big green gun? Yes, yeah. I get to fight Hogan. I like that. I like that. That's different. That's good. So did that and match so- happen at the next pay-per-view? Uh, it might have even happened. Uh, you surely that wouldn't have happened on television. They wouldn't have done that to us. No, oh, no the next paper, next pay per view was Triple H versus Undertaker. Apparently, so oh, and Undertaker would have been the champion. Ah, uh, no, neither were. Yep, and that's been Glenn and Casey. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's two thousand and two. But I'd love to see a um, two thousand two era Taker versus. Oh gosh, here we go. It's uh it's the pay-per-view after that, which is Judgment Day. We'll have to add that one onto our upcoming list. Ever growing list lately. But look, uh, Triple H at the end stands up bloodied and shaking his head like the warrior. Yeah. And then he puts out his hand, they shake hands. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good spot in the end. When you know, this is peak uh complete asshole Triple H era. Uh so it was it was nice of him to uh I guess yeah, you got to respect the Hulkster. Like, it's yeah. uh, it was probably a dream match for him, and uh, it was exactly. a fucking really good match. And then he gets to sort of turn around and go, and now I'm going to go find the Undertaker. Yeah, <laughs> and off he goes. And we haven't said this in a while. Hogan basks in all the glory. Yeah, <laughs> and like as as that was, and it fades out or whatever. And Anto's like, ah, oh, he probably just stood up there for another half an hour or so. I'm like, you know, he did. It's absolutely, <laughs> absolutely, definitely did. I loved it. I loved it. Great selection, Glenn. Yeah, it was a really good selection. Like, I was not expecting uh, a pretty much end-to-end, really entertaining pay-per-view, which it was. It was. Speaking of which, and mm. if I put you on the spot, you can say yes or no. Do you have a selection that we're going to do next? I do. So it's around the time of year now that traditionally would be a King of the Ring type Time of year. Oh, no. I've picked yeah. a King of the Ring. Um, initially, I was thinking 98 um, because of the, you know, the Undertaker and Mankind and um, obviously a classic match. But I thought, no, let's uh, let's keep you guessing a little bit. We'll go 99. Jesus, I don't even... Is that... I don't even know who wins that. Well, there you go. There's only one way to find out, Glenn. <laughs> Tune in next time, folks, to Glenn and Casey's Royal Ramble. Until next time. <laughs>